Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, New York Presbyterian invests $15 million in AI partnerships. So we're going to talk a little bit about AI. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16-hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, TauSite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, new story, digital health, business, and technology. This is Modern Healthcare's new digital health publication. The story is New York Presbyterian invests 15 million in AI partnership. Let me give you some of the excerpts. New York Presby has struck a partnership with two Cornell University institutions to develop artificial intelligence tools for cardiovascular care, the system said on Wednesday. The program will bring together physicians and researchers from New York Presbyterian, Cornell Tech, and Cornell College of Computing and Information Science. New York Presbyterian is providing $15 million in funding for the program over three years. As a partnership, physicians from New York Presbyterian-affiliated medical schools, while Cornell and Columbia, will work with AI researchers from Cornell Tech and Cornell Bowers, CIS to study how AI can be improved, how AI can be used to improve cardiovascular health. All right. An initial area of research will involve developing tools to support physicians as they make treatment decisions for end-stage heart failure patients. So important phrase there, support physicians. All right. Not replace physicians, support physicians. We're going to come back to that. Later research will focus on predicting heart failure and heart disease. So physicians can intervene earlier before the disease progresses. So they're going to use AI to identify things to inform the physician's activities. Major algorithmic advances are needed to derive precise and reliable clinical insights from complex medical data, said Deborah Estrin, Associate Dean of Impact at Cornell Tech and Professor of Population Health Sciences at Weill Cornell Medicine in a news release. The collaboration adds to a growing list of programs dedicated to developing AI solutions at healthcare organizations. Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in LA set up an AI division within its Department of Medicine in March. The Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai in New York launched a Department of AI and Human Health late last year. And Rochester, Minnesota-based Mayo Clinic in 2020 appointed a medical director of AI to coordinate initiatives across the system. AI adoption is in its early stages at health systems, although most executives plan to increase their investments into technology, according to a survey by HIMSS late last year. All right, so that's the story. What's my so what? As I was reading this, I also uh, came across a post in LinkedIn because I, I think it's it relates and it's pretty interesting and it leads to my so what. And this is by a physician. It was posted, I don't know, around July 16th or so. And this is what he had to say. AI replacing doctors, exclamation point. 
When will all this AI replace doctors? Someone asked me after a talk I gave recently, I wish there was an AI robot to walk my dog. Actually, Simba is usually walking me, but I digress. Who is smarter, AI or a physician? That is the wrong comparison to make. People who say AI will replace doctors do not know what doctors actually do. We don't say that computers can multiply bigger numbers fast so it can replace an accountant. And the calculator was invented in 1623. If AI could not replace an accountant yet, it cannot replace a doctor anytime soon. Sure, AI could potentially help doctors make better decisions, analyze tons of data, predict outcomes, simplify the analysis, and decrease their workload. Humans have been inventing tools for a long time, but that did not make humans obsolete. In nature, the human body is probably the most complex system there is. I think the medical science is just beginning to scratch the surface as far as understanding human health, even though physicians know a lot about it. So why would you think that AI will replace the most knowledgeable person who know the most about this most complex system? In my opinion, a majority of human professions will be replaced by AI before physicians are replaced. Now, let me call my doctor's office front desk person to make an appointment for my next checkup. So there you go. I think he's poking in that last sentence at a, a location where AI could be applied. So what is my so what? My so what is a lot of times when we were talking about this technology, people got worried about, are we trying to replace the physician, replace the nurse, replace people in the equation? And the answer is, in this case, we are not trying to replace physicians. And I think his phrase in the middle here is actually pretty good. And I said I'd come back to it in the other article. AI could potentially help doctors to make better decisions, analyze a ton of data, predict outcomes, simplify the analysis, and decrease their workload. All right. So that's what we are looking for AI to do. We're looking for AI to partner with the physician to look at tons of data about the person. We've often said we wanna put sensors on individuals like we do cars that can predict outcomes well before they're going to happen. But in order to do that, you need to have something on the other end. And it's not gonna be a human. In most cases, it's not gonna be a human. It needs to be complex algorithms that are looking at this stuff against mountains of other data and saying, hey, something's not right here. Even some of the, the specific data to me, hyper-personalized healthcare is gonna require AI in order for it to, to really function. And so you're filtering all this data through these algorithms, placing that information in the existing workflow for the physician or for the clinician so that they can act on that. They can be better informed, they can make quicker decisions, they can predict outcomes. We may not even want the AI algorithms to predict outcomes. Maybe it's just placing the information in a format that the physicians can look at and go, okay, I see how the algorithm got to this conclusion. Here's what I'm going to do. And then they're gonna make that decision. So my so what on this is essentially, I'm excited about these programs. I'm glad that some of our leading institutions are putting these programs together. I hope we see more of them and they each tackle a different area and come up with really interesting ways to make our current clinicians more effective and to improve the health of the communities that we serve. All right, that's all for today. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture, we are everywhere. 
We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.